I'm Cesar Rubio, five-time past master of Palm Springs Laws number 693, and this is Masonic Muscle, where we focus on the strongest aspect of Freemasonry, a virtuous education of the mind, fortifying it with wise and serious truths, encouraging all brethren to increase their level of fitness one degree at a time, making exercise and study a cornerstone of your daily routine, because Freemasonry is work. When you put in the work, you get closer and closer to the point within the circle. Masonic muscle. We give you more light, but no light weights. We're here to pump you up, body, mind, and soul. Yeah. This is Masonic Muscle. I'm Cesar Rubio. And before we get started, let me tell you once again where you can find Masonic Muscle Podcast. You can find me on Breaker, Google Podcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, iTunes, Overcast, CastBox, and Stitcher. And if you've been enjoying the Masonic Muscle Podcast, I'd really appreciate it if you took just one minute, just one minute to give me a review on either iTunes or Spotify. It helps me out a lot. And if you've done that already, thank you very much from the bottom of my heart. Please consider consider sharing the show with a Mason that you think would get something out of it. Word of mouth is the primary way Masonic muscle grows and spreads. Masonic muscle also grows in, grows by doing more reps and sets and progressively increasing the resistance so your muscles can get bigger. So please share, text a friend, send out an email, however you communicate, tell them to check it out. And from the East Coast to the West Coast, have you been studying your ciphers? Have you been studying the Entered Apprentice, Fellowcraft, and Master Mason? guidebooks that you're given. The majority of the jurisdictions of the United States have set up some type of educational program to help out their new EAs, fellow crafts, and master masons. So you can dig into these. There's some pretty good material in there. Have you been digging into the mysterious origins of masonry? Have you been improving your spiritual, moral, and Masonic trestle boards? Have you stopped making excuses and begun to improve the level of your fitness? And also your Masonic fitness, which means your knowledge of the fraternity one degree at a time. If not, why not? When would now be a good time? When? Happy New Year, by the way. I know many of you have made your New Year's resolutions, and part of that is to get in shape, get healthier, eat healthier, make a commitment to going to the gym. You bought a gym membership, but I've been telling you all along, you don't need a gym. 
All you need is a 10 by 10 space where you can begin to do push-ups, pull-ups, sit-ups, squats, crunches, walk every day. Clear the mind. Begin to clear the mind. Because that's what happens. When you exercise, endorphins are released and you begin to think and feel better and think, obviously, more clearly, and you're able to tackle the day, especially if you start earlier in the day. So get out there and get you some. I posted some videos recently on TikTok. I have a TikTok channel. I just posted some videos where I'm working out, doing some burpees with some sandbags and stuff like that. Also, I posted a, I think a couple of videos where I'm talking about what's been going on at my lodge. That's been the focal point since December of last year. So, yeah, get you out and get you get out there and get you some. That's the physical aspect of it. Jacqueline would always say, to set your body in motion. The godfather of fitness, of modern fitness, who was a California Mason, by the way, and also the inventor of many, many different exercise machines that we still use today, would encourage everybody to get out there and get their bodies in motion. That's right. Get their bodies in motion. I've been re recently listening or re-listening to the podcast called Peace Revolution by Richard Grove. He, had, he produced about 92 episodes of the Peace Revolution and for, I think, the extent of its life, the whole 92 episodes, it was ranked number one for higher education. Can you believe that? And when you listen to them, for you Masons who have been studying Masonry for a long time, you're going to hear a lot of words and ideas that might be very familiar to you. Very familiar to you. I'm not going to give too much up because I believe the act of exploring and discovering on your own is a very powerful same thing in freemasonry when you begin to explore it's good to have a mentor but that mentor if he's good he's going to allow you to discover many of this these things on your own he's going to guide you along the way he's going to foster the conversation he is going to 
encourage you to continue to study, to continue to explore. But if he does his job right, he will allow you to make these these discoveries on your own. So one of these podcasts from the Peace Revolution brought to light to me, which was freaking awesome, something about the Skull and Bones order. And it was in relation to the trivium, grammar, logic, and rhetoric. And in that podcast, what was discussed was who were the ones who really invented and excelled in the art of rhetoric. Because we think, oh, it was the Greeks. No. According to Sister Miriam Joseph and others who studied and know about the trivium, they said that that was actually taught to the Greeks by the Sicilians. And I'm, as I'm talking to you, I'm sifting through my notes so that I can read it off to you. But basically, it was the Sicilians who brought it to Greece. And they were teaching the Greeks the art of persuasion. They were not teaching them the art of truth and the seeking of the truth and having some kind of scientific method to discover that truth. They were teaching you the art of persuasion through words and through subverting, in a way, you know, logic. In episode seven of the Peace Revolution, called uh, How to Defeat the New World Order. They got some awesome titles and they even better information. It talks about how the, the trivium and, and how it was presented. You know, he says that the trivium in its present form was solidified by Aristotle and the quadrivium was solidified by Pythagoras. So you can see how there was an evolution it, it developed over time. It also mentioned the trivium still exists. A bunch of weird stuff happens all over the world and history just glosses over it. Because nobody teaches us how to connect the dots. And supposedly the trivium is supposed to help us, you know, to stay focused, connect the dots, dispel confusion so that we can see the facts for what they are, and then make our informed decision.
that's helpful in the world. I mean, I would imagine. I mean, right? So we're presented with the seven liberal arts and sciences in Freemasonry. Nobody ever tells us why. That's for sure. Nobody ever tells us why, and then nobody ever goes back really and, and says, hey, let's sit down and let's begin to uh, explore uh, what this seven liberal arts and sciences is and what the import is to us, to history, and to the fraternity, and why we're even connected to any of this. Again, I'm, I'm looking through my notes here. I've written down so many. Um, they even, the Peace Revolution even had an episode dedicated to Manly P. Hall and one of his many, many lectures. Manly P. Hall, people. It just goes to show how extensive this podcast was. Now, Richard Grove is still producing content. I believe it's on tragedyhope.com. And he's still producing videos. He's still interviewing people. He has a, a regular talk show. He collaborates with other pr producers of content, you know, exploring the world that we live in. But the... Peace Revolution, episode 33, 33, is the one where we listen to Manly P. Hall's lecture on the seven liberal arts and the meaning of words, the meaning of liberal, true value. It's incredible, and it's incredible how these, create, these content creators, Richard Grove and them, connected this together to give us a more, a clearer perspective on the importance of the seven liberal arts and sciences and why it is so important to learn to get familiar with it and to continue to practice it and teach it to others. Let me give you another example of the Peace Revolution and some of its content. Episode 12 is called The Origins of Money. And anybody who is anybody and then wants to get at out ahead in the world has to know a little bit about money, what it is, what it, it is not, where those ideas came from, 
and how it actually works. And in minutes 36 and 15 seconds, Richard Grove, in the conversation, because I believe there was four other people talking and having this conversation about the origins of money, Richard Grove says this, the Phoenicians had developed highly skilled uses of technologies as far as words. They used words to create laws, and with laws, they created money. And through that power, and getting us to believe that power is actually someplace else, like in a government or in a president, it's been the same folly of history throughout the years. That's pretty profound. That's pretty deep. Uh, maybe a minute later, he says this. What they are pointing to is that there are a bunch of bankers who came from Britain who are Anglo-Saxons and have created these corporations and these organizations to control people through words. Through words, brothers. Grammar, logic, and rhetoric. Through words, the printing of money and the creation of false values in the case of diamonds. And that's part of how they can control us. The other half is that they keep us dumb. Now, somehow in Freemasonry, we get exposed to this system of educating ourselves. But it is overlooked, you know, because of the way society is and the way Freemasonry has been conducting business for a long time. About one minute after that, someone asked Richard Grove, hey, can you repeat what you said about the Phoenicians and about words and contracts and money and government? He says, yeah, sure. He says, the use of words came about and then they started writing stuff down. And through the writing of words down on paper, they created things called contracts. Back in pre-Grecian times, you can have someone called a logographer, and they are someone who would use words to defend you or to manipulate somebody else. These logographers basically became what we would call or know as liars. This comes from... Korax of Sicily and the Sicilians who taught the Greeks about persuasive waves of speaking and manipulating people. This would come up through a Greek named Demosthenes, who was an orator who died in 322 BC. It's his specific style of selling out to both sides that the skull and bones have leveraged. Demosthenes would be hired to write a speech for one side, he would write that speech and sell it to the other side and then write a speech for them and sell it to the original side. And isn't this what we've been seeing for many, many years as we get older and we watch the news and we get a job and we start paying bills and we get caught up in the vicious circle of making more money so we can have more stuff and never really having time to think clearly about these things. But we see this on the news. 
And somewhere along the line, as we get older, we begin to realize that they're lying to us. And we know it. But we feel that we don't have anything to do. To, to, that we have no way of remedying this. But there is. Part of it is through this seven liberal arts, the trivium. And it's been in our, it's been part of the Masonic tradition and history since 1390 that we know of. Because in the Regis Manuscript, we are giving clear evidences of the seven liberal arts and sciences. So someone was paying attention and it somehow got grafted to our Masonic traditions. And I'm going to get more into that as time goes on to flesh this thing out and share it with Masons. You know, maybe start a Patreon, maybe start some kind of, uh, you know, pay as you go to get access to this information, buy me a beer, stuff like that. But uh, I, I believe it's worth it. I believe that we should focus on this, we should concentrate on this. The more eyes and ears that are on this, the better we will understand it, relay it, regurgitate it, assimilate it, and you know, and rinse and repeat and keep going and, and going and going. And by doing this, our critical thinking skills will get stronger and stronger. All right, brethren. So with that, I love you and leave you. I encourage you to get out there and get you some. I encourage you to get out there and begin to help your Masonic Lodge get stronger and better. And please, please, Never give up. Never, ever give up. And continue to do what has to be done to strengthen your body, mind, and soul, and also your Masonic knowledge. This is Masonic Muscle. I'm Cesar Rubio. Peace out.